You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I will tell you right now, I don't want to lose because I don't want to do that on stage at the Secret Society. All right, so we're not going to say what it is, right? No, we're not going to say what okay. it is, but... All oh, the bike say, challenge has been challenged. Yeah, I uh, I will be riding about uh, thirty miles tonight. Okay, because I am I am not more determined be. than you. And plus, you know, it's Operation Hot Summer. I'm looking pretty good. I want to I want to look my best on stage tomorrow. I'm fine being on stage, but this is not this is not something I want to do in front of people. So I don't want to lose. That's the bottom line. All right. Well, you know what? I am motiv- I know you're motivated, but I'm more motivated. So All tomorrow, right. Secret Society, it's happening. All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and always available via podcast, via the cyberwebs, wherever you are. The Cybertron the cyber, internets. The Cybertron internets. Absolutely. And uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to today, but we do want to just spend, spend a a little bit of time here talking about a couple of things that are going to be happening tomorrow. And uh, one of those is, of course, the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Oh, my God. I'm so, so excited. This is going to be our third one of these. It's going to be at the Secret Society at 116 Northeast Russell Street. 116 Northeast Russell, right above Toro Bravo. It's the coolest place to see a show. It is indeed. And that's Wednesday, May 21st, where this will be going on. And uh, this is our third comedy showcase. The people that have been in them before have all gone on to great and amazing things. Uh, Shane Torres did one of these before. He is now going to be on Last Comic Standing. Yes. So these are amazing comedians that we think you guys need to see and you will love to see. For a bargain brace basement price if you get them ahead of time of $7. Seven American dollars. Seven American dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can get those at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. That and if you, you can swing tickets. it, we totally appreciate it. I mean, you know, like it helps out the show. It helps out the venue. Like it, and it really helps. It helps you out to be able to see all this amazing comedic talent for a very cheap price before they pick up and move to LA, which is what a lot of them do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So on that show. And we'll show, be there too. And we will be there hanging out and drinking. And of course, the performers on the Shaking show. Shaking babies, kissing hands, Greg. I will not shake any babies. Oh, I don't okay. want to touch any babies. You can bring your baby. No, don't bring your baby. I don't think you can bring your baby. No. Don't no, bring don't. your baby. Unless you call like your lady friend or your man friend your baby. Then bring your baby. Well, don't but bring But not any. like your, your your baby baby. No, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, performing on that show will be Noriko Ott, Tim Hammer, Bree Pruitt, who we will be playing an interview with her here in just a little she's bit. Just a, she's a stellar young lady. She is fantastic. I like her a lot. She is funny as fuck. She is awesome. And... Uh, also, Christine Levine. You guys know Christine Levine from this show. She was on. Uh, she was on here, of course, during uh, Bridgetown Week. She is hilarious, and she's going to be at the show as well. And so. she has toured the world, Greg. Remember when we had her on a couple of years ago? Like she's she's going places. She is indeed and literally going places. Like she was a feature comedian for um, like some comedy fest in Scotland. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is absolutely awesome. So uh, that is all coming up at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase tomorrow. But in addition to that, there's something else. Sarah and I will be on stage for a bit ourselves. Oh, I'm excited. You know what? I'm feeling and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like Operation Hot Summer is working a little bit. So Operation Hot Summer is what we've coined uh, our efforts to look good for the summer. Now, you guys will have to come in person to judge whether or not we're looking better, whether we're looking good, whether we're getting in shape whether we're for looking, the summer. Maybe we're looking worse and we don't know it. Maybe we are. I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case either. Man, are people going to walk up to me and be like, well, you're wow, really, you really have let yourself go. Dang, that's not working out. 
out for you so much, is it there, buddy? Well, best of luck. You know what I'm going to do tonight, even though I'm going to hate myself? I'm going to try on my dress from the last listener party and see if I look any different in it. Because I was not happy. I was not. I was none too pleased with the way that I appeared at the last listener party. But now I think I, I'm feeling a little better. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to see. I'm not going to dispute that because I want to live through today. You should. Uh, I think you have been working hard. I've been working myself <laughs> a little bit. I think I'm looking... Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no confidence. In well, regardless, but, it's not going to be a thin off. It's going to be a bike off. Well, then this is what part of it is. So, yes. of course, our wonderful sponsor, the Bike Gallery, which uh, with uh, six different locations here in the Portland area, you can, of course, buy online and use the offer code FUN14, and you can get a discount on any purchase. And I believe you can even use that in store now. You can have it shipped wherever you want. Go pick it up, whatever you want to do. Um, we have been doing this uh, for now about a month and a half where we've been riding our bikes, Sarah and I, with our bike challenge, as we did last summer. We sure have. To see who can ride the most miles. And the first segment of the bike challenge will end tomorrow night on stage <laughs> at the Secret Society where one of us is going to be doing something very embarrassing, whoever it is that uh, loses so far. And right now we don't know. We don't know. Like We've come, I don't up, know. With, I don't we've come know. up with what the loser has to do. However, we don't know We're which not, one of us has ridden further because we don't ride our bikes together. We will only compare the miles. Kenny B will be doing it on stage. She will look at each odometer and say who has, who has ridden the most. And then, and then the that will happen show. on stage. I am so excited. I am so motivated. I do not want this to happen to you me. You seem to be pretty confident that I'm you're going to win. I feel pretty good. I, I, I think that... I feel uh, pretty good. You're not going to shatter my confidence because now, particularly after you've said what it is that we're going to have to do, I'm not going to lose. Not going to lose. Not going to do it. I think, not going to do it. I think perhaps uh, one should not be as confident as you are because I don't want to lose either. I'm just going to tell you right okay. now. So that will happen on stage at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase tomorrow, May 21st at the Secret Society. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. And just click on the banner. We have the banner right up on top. And if you want to buy them pre-sale, that would be awesome. It's also cheaper pre-sale. Mm-hmm. So go get your tickets. Come and hang out with us. We're going to be hanging out after the show, too. Yes. And we'll be uh, listening to some music and yep. shooting the shit having some beers so uh, we would really love to see you all there absolutely and in addition to that tomorrow night our other wonderful sponsor Metro PCS has kicked in and we're going to be doing a couple of giveaways one of which is a water pong set I think you can substitute what I mean by you know, water water is in air quotes right if you so chose to put beer in there well you know that would be your choice your prerogative nobody's going to be watching you but yes they're actual actual like they're the kids I'll just say it. yeah it's, it's a whole beer pong kit it's a beer pong kit it's a beer pong kit. Yeah. You have to call it a water pong, but we'll just tell you. Like, yeah, so it's like a, a completely awesome, yeah. like prepackaged beer pong kit. It's I mean, badass. Pong. It's badass. Soda pong. I kind of want to win one myself. I kind of do too. Yeah. But Maybe we'll- we should only give away one and then we can give it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need one for now. in the studio. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that'll make for Next great shows. Next to all shows. of the equipment. That'll make for a Why great not? show. <laughs> and in addition to that, they're also going to be giving away a phone. One of those hydro, uh, the hydro phones, the like hydro what I phones, have. which I know you've loved because you don't, you've been able to like run in the rain because, you know, Portland, like today is gloriously sunny. It's probably going to thunderstorm later. Yeah. And if you're stuck out in the rain, you don't have to worry about your phone shorting out. Exactly. So it is, uh, it, it's a hydro uh, Kyocera phone. And what you can do is, seriously, it's completely waterproof. You can drop it in a glass of water and it will still work, mm-hmm. which it's amazing. And I wish I had had that when, uh, when, with my other phone because I dropped my other phone. <laughs> In a whole tub of water for about a second, and guess what? It's never worked since. <laughs> it has never turned back this on. This one works just fine. Yes. So uh, they will be giving it's away that. proof is what you're saying. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. Find a location near you. They are also wonderful sponsors. So we had to get all that out there because it's so much exciting stuff. Yeah. There's so much exciting stuff going on tomorrow night at 
the secret society. Yes, and in order, you know, for us to keep doing these kind of things, I mean, it really does help if you, even if you, like, aren't a subscriber, if you, like, are like, oh, how can I ever help out? You know what helps us out? If you come to something like the Comedy Showcase. Yeah, well, you do Happening, yourself a favor. You do yourself a favor. They have really good drinks, and it's at 116 Northeast Russell. We'll be there from, like, 7 o'clock on, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, um. Oh, you're so going to lose. I'm so excited. No, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> Although, I do have to admit, um. There's something that I didn't talk about yesterday associated with San Diego, and now I'm feeling kind of bad about it. And I didn't really want to talk about it, but I I feel like I should just to bring it up to see if maybe somebody else has gone through the same thing. Because it wasn't on purpose, and I wasn't meaning to be a pervert, but I kind of may have come across as one Wait, when what? I was down it. So last week... Is this going to come to fruition where like the story about the guy peeping at you in the bathroom was actually you peeping at somebody? No, that's a different story. That's from okay. yesterday. No, it wasn't like that. I wasn't in the bathroom. All right. Okay, so... What? I what went did you... Down, why are, why are, are you being so hesitant about this? I want to get some advice and see if anybody else has had this, had this happen before. So... Uh, I, of course, I went down and uh, visited uh, my brother down in San Diego uh, last at the end of last week. And what I didn't say is we actually went to San Diego and stayed in uh, a really fancy hotel, courtesy of Jeff. Ooh, um, oh la la. Yeah, us and a couple of buddies uh, stayed in a fancy hotel down in San Diego. Did you feel dirty when you were in the fancy hotel? Or were you like, they can totally tell that I'm lying, that I'm not supposed to be here? No, I didn't care. Okay. No, no, I liked it, although not after what happened. Oh, God, I don't so, even want to know what you did. So this hotel, and this is Jeff. This wasn't my booking. He he was great. At, he, he was great. He, he booked this hotel. It's very fancy. And, and anyone was, doesn't know, Jeff is Greg's brother. Right, yeah, Jeff's my brother. Mm-hmm. And so it was, a, it was one of those hotels, like maybe a, I don't know, eight-story hotel with a rooftop pool. Oh, but the fancy. Pool, the pool was up like maybe four floors of the hotel. And then the rest of the hotel kind of went around it and surrounded the pool. We were up in about the sixth floor. So we overlooked the pool, which was really awesome. I mean, it was really, really great, great spot. Oh, kind of overlooked. I, I fear um, where this is going. Kind of overlooked Metro Park where the San Diego Padres play. Now, let me just ask this. You didn't get arrested for anything, I right? didn't get arrested. No. Okay. No. Are you coming back with a clean track record from from California? You did not. Too late. I'm out of state. They can't hunt me down here. No, I did not get arrested. That's what you should do. Taunt authorities. I did not get arrested for anything. (laughs) I didn't do anything illegal. Just want to come across as a little bit creepy. So we were about. We were so we're two floors up above the pool, and. Oh, Southern California, let's just say there's some some beautiful people down there, including some beautiful ladies who happen to be at pool. It's just there's something about Southern California where, it, seriously, it's a stereotype, but it's kind of true. They're all very attractive. Okay. There, there's a lot of very yeah, attractive Yeah, in California, people. I'm like a Portland, I don't know what I'd be in Portland, but like in California, I'm like a three. Okay. No, I know that. Like as the, you know, one through ten, like California standards are a lot different. They're and attractive. I mean, well, I mean, because California, like, basically, you know, that's where L.A. is. That's where all of, like, the skinny, mm-hmm. tan, super, mm-hmm. you know, hot people all live. Yes, including the So were the they ladies. all hanging out at your... Including the ladies the who may have been hanging out around the pool that was at the hotel I was staying at. And I was under the assumption, so we're up there in the, in the room having a couple of drinks before we were going to go out. And I'm looking out the window, and we happen to be right over the pool, so I just happen to be like, well, you know, I just want to see what's going on down there. I'm just uh, looking at the situation, and there were a lot of hot chicks in there, and I was kind of... I, I, I assumed that oh, the God. windows at oh, hotels... Oh, no. What did you do? I assumed the windows at hotels were going to be, you know, the basically tinted so that it blocked out the sunlight, which therein implies that maybe people down below couldn't see me. And... 
Oh, this isn't going to get that nefarious. I didn't wasn't like I wasn't like doing anything to myself, but I was. I was <laughs> wow, that's mean bad. you weren't doing something. But like, <laughs> I had a couple of drinks, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm I'm just talking with everybody. No, I was not getting aroused. Okay, so no, you, there was nothing because you were with I was other with people. Yeah. yeah, you weren't sitting yeah. there like. But I was having some drinks, and there's like a there little. There was no bench. like circle jerk happening. No, and there was a little bench right next to the right next to the pool. So I'm having some drinks, and I'm looking down there like, oh yeah, talking talking to everybody like, oh dude. But there was a bench next to the window. Yeah, next looking to the window. To the, okay. Yeah, yeah. There was like a little ledge. You could sit there, and you could sit on the ledge and look out the windows, like one of those full window things. And I'm looking down there at the pool, having my drink, <laughs> sipping, just relaxing, and I realized. Just not thinking about it, just spacing out. But I, I was looking down there at the ladies who were swimming in the pool. Okay. And I was doing this. So you're just sitting there with your drinks, la- yep, laughing, like, and sitting oh, in the window, and just like talking to your buddies, and probably like except, making all sorts of comments about the ladies. Except the pool. my buddies weren't over by the window. It was just me. So I was the one that was sitting there looking at the window, and I'm looking at these girls, and I'm like, huh? Oh, well, this is kind of cool. They're they're really trying. Oh, they can't see me. Oh God, do you me. thought you were? Oh, and no, please, I hope this story ends the way I think it does. So these ladies are down there at the pool, and I noticed they kind of they kind of kept looking up, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, nope, they can't see me. Can't see me at can't all. Can't see me, creepy peeping. And looking up at me, and so then we. What did you left. think they were looking up at? I didn't think about that part. I had a couple of drinks. I wasn't thinking. There's like, oh, they're just looking around because yeah. that's what people in a so pool So after a while, do. we're like, well, hey, we should go down to that pool because there's a bar right there. Let's go have a couple of drinks so we can talk to some of these ladies. And I go down there, and as I'm walking around the pool, I look up to where our hotel room is. You can see completely in it. It is not tinted in one way, shape, or form. <laughs> It's a very big window. They saw me the entire time. Oh my god, you're so creepy! Sitting at the window, having staring, my drink, just watching, like, relaxing. <laughs> oh my god! Staring down at the ladies in the pool. So, so you went down to the pool, and I went down to the bar. And were the same ladies that were? In- they happened to also be down there. And when I looked up at that, I was just like mortified. I'm like, oh, we should go somewhere else. We should we should go somewhere else. And they're oh. like, no, no, let's get a drink here. And I didn't want to admit to them what was going on. And so we sat down there, and so instantly I'm like, start sweating. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh yeah, you get bad. the nervous sweats like I do. This looks bad. This looks really bad. And uh, the ladies in the pool, I noticed them kind of gathered together. They, were like, they weren't like pointing at me, but you could tell they all knew who I was because I was the guy in the window two floors up above the pool. Who was just sitting there staring at them, not thinking that you could see, that they could see. That is so. I was an accidental peeper. I think is what I mean. That wasn't. Was. There was nothing accidental about it. You were a peeper. You just got <laughs> caught. There isn't an accidental peeper. You thought you, that you were a hidden peeper, when in fact they were looking at you because they knew that you were the weird guy sitting in your window drinking drinks while looking out at a pool. Yeah, yeah. Two floors up, thinking that they couldn't see me at oh, all. Oh, Greg. They could see me, so I guess... If I can tell you how disturbing this is, uh, John from Boring in the chat just said, I'm so proud of you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. So I, I guess I guess the bottom line is I want to warn people, maybe, that um, when you think that the hotel window... Because, I mean, haven't you ever looked out at a window before and, and people watch... I'm not doing things like sorted things in a hotel I'm window. I'm not doing sorted <gasps> no, things. No, but I'm not staring at people. Like, I always assume that everyone can see you. Why would you stare at people? Haven't you ever been to Vegas and like look out and then actually like look at, you know, look at the... Look no, because at the- I never have super nice rooms in Vegas. I'm always oh. in the back of the hotel overlooking like the air shaft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's nobody for me to see at my hotel rooms in Vegas. Well, I guess my word of warning is this. 
From now on, always assume they can see in the window, unless you've checked it out first. Or just don't be a creepy peeper. Or wasn't... I mean, I was just looking Why didn't at... you just go down to the pool? Well, what's the point of a room above a pool if you're not supposed to look at the pool? Oh, my God. You're I supposed mean... to be out in the pool. If you're in California, you're not supposed to be in your room going... <laughs> and sitting on a bench drinking drinks looking at the pool. You're supposed to be down there. You're supposed to be engaging with the hot chicks in the bathing suits. Not wa- lurking above them two floors up. I was just looking out at the pool. I mean, I thought I was like, hey, this is awesome, relaxing. I wasn't like I was just staring at them. I was looking at the whole scenery, but it probably appeared. Yeah, Alex is saying, well, am I really supposed to feel bad for Greg, only upset about objectifying women when he gets caught? <laughs> <laughs> that is every, every uh, heterosexual man on earth, I think, pretty much right there. But So, Greg, what lesson have you learned? Uh, the lesson I learned is this. Uh, one... Um, Always make sure, always assume that people can look in the window. That's that's the lesson for everybody. Uh-huh. Assume that they can look in the window. Sure. And uh, two, uh, even when you're relaxing, you're just hanging out, pay, pay a little more attention. Don't relax too much to where it looks like you're staring directly at people in the pool. Even if you are. Even if Don't you are. Don't do that. Don't do that. So your word of advice is just always make sure that the windows are tinted. That's like the creepiest advice I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Alex and Chet saying you're like the creepers that hang out and watch the ice skitters at Lloyd Center. It is not the same. These were adult women in a swimming pool. It's, ice skaters are adults too. Sometimes they can be. Okay, sure. Sometimes they can be. I would assume ice skaters aren't. Mm. I think that's a safe assumption. Assume ice skaters are not are not. Adults. Next, you can just be the guy in the gym who sits in the corner and watches all the girls work out. I don't do that either. <laughs> this isn't the same thing. Those are not equal comparisons. That's not an equal comparison. <sighs> I should not have brought this up. You should not up. have brought this up. Why did you bring this up? This is amazing. Because I just wanted to see if that happened to anybody else. But obviously, you know, no, nobody's you know what? caught. If it happened to somebody else, you know what? They're not going to tell you because nobody talks about that kind of stuff. Mm. I was going to be like, oh, that was really embarrassing when I got caught staring at all these chicks in bikinis. Oops. <laughs> Needless to say, we had one drink and got out of there. <sighs> well, anyway. Well, Greg, I'm Let's glad you had a good time. So, so what you're saying is that uh, you did not leave with a date for many of the ladies no, that were sitting around. No, the no, no. Shockingly, they did not come up to the bar and talk to any of us. That is so. I am surprised. Yeah, yeah. I am shocked. I, it was a real shocker for yeah, me too. I bet it was real shocker for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's move on from that. I should not have told that story. Um, <laughs> why don't we Why don't we do this? So. Of course, you know, I think that of- you should have told that story, Greg. And I want to thank you on behalf of everybody listening to this show that. Uh, Thank you for, for telling them, for being shameless <laughs> about the fact that you got caught peeping. I wasn't peeping. I was just enjoying the scenery. Oh, this is, just doesn't sound good no matter mm. how I say it. it doesn't sound well, good I mean, I it's true. It. I mean, when I was in San Francisco, I mean, there are some hot people in California. Well, I was just appreciating. I mean, well, you were just appreciating the beauty around you. Yes. See, I'm trying to make you feel better. All right. I, either way, I just it, it just doesn't work. Mm-mm. It doesn't work at all. No. All right, let's move on from that. And, uh, of course, we said the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Happening tomorrow, May 21st at the Secret Society. We really we, hope you can make it. I mean, we don't want to sound like a, a telethon here, but I really, really want to see you guys there. Absolutely. We want to come hang out with you guys, and this is one of the opportunities Heck that we yeah, have. Heck yeah, it's going to be nice tomorrow, too, and, but not too nice, so it'll be perfect weather. And to see incredible incredible comedians and uh, they are all going to be there we have our interview that we recorded just a little while ago with miss brie pruitt who is awesome kj extraordinaire comedian very funny girl hilarious and uh why don't we do this let's go ahead and play our interview with her right now and then we'll be back in a minute with more fun employment radio 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So the general rule is... Uh, oh, I thought Hello, you told me to put it in a bumper. No, well, now I'm just going to talk over it. So that's, okay. that's awkward. And that's a, uh, the full dot talking com over scenario. Talking over uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. So you just set me up to fail. How can I follow Reese Darby? You can't, broadcast professional. I no. told you I put it in a liner. Oh, well, oops. I didn't listen to that. Oh, you're going to take this out, aren't you? And nobody will ever hear That's how it. monumentally you just messed up our interview. Yep, I'll totally, okay. totally dub it up. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into Fun Employment Radio wherever and however you're listening. It is so fantastic that you do so. And of course, tomorrow night, May 21st, is the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase featuring I'm so excited. Mr. Tim Hammer, who you heard yesterday. Yes, indeed. Nariko Ott, who you heard last week. Dungeons and Dragons Extraordinaire. Yes. Nariko Ott. Yes, it's true. He, he admitted admit- things he didn't want to talk about. Yeah, he- I know. We're going to bring this up with Brie. Okay, yeah. okay, we will. And and uh, Christine Levine, and in studio, right now with us, Miss Bree Pruitt. Hello. Hello. Ooh, oh, I like you're like a double whammy. You I can just, sing. Yeah, I, I can, actually can sing. I can sing real good for a comedian. I can sing kind of crappy for a singer, <laughs> but I can sing real good for a comedian. Oh, do you yeah. ever like karaoke? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Big Fish, Little Pond, pretty much. Totally. So, yes. yeah. I've been a karaoke jockey for seven years. No way. Yeah, at Boiler Room in downtown Portland. Really? Yeah. Ah. yeah. I do it just sporadically now, but that used to be my only job. Oh, I loved... I used to go to Boiler Room a lot I'm for sure, karaoke. yeah. That whole... I love singing karaoke. I cannot imagine what it's like being a karaoke jockey, though. That seems like that could be up and down. I really do lots of bribes. Yeah, it's lots of bribes. That's Ooh. how it's good money. You know, it's like being a DJ because it's that energy. And I, I have no jokes about it because it's like not actually that funny. Um, <laughs> the only thing that I think is funny about it is that it used to be my only job. And it's like such a ridiculous profession. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what would be on your resume, professional karaoke jockey. And people are like, what is that? That's not a <laughs> You're a KJ. Yeah. So do you have to, being a, I know you're doing comedy tomorrow, but really quick, do yeah. you have to, like, for a KJ, do you have, like, your own books and stuff that you bring, or are they there? Are they provided? No, no. Boiler Room is a karaoke bar, but I have my own, like, list. Somebody's like, what should I sing? I'll be like, okay, look at this list, <laughs> and this is what I want to hear. So, <laughs> so that's what I... Entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, like, late 90s R&B and hip-hop music. That's good. Ah, Bob Bib or... Ah, uh, like, Boys to Men, <gasps> like... Okay. Which one? Did you, like, End of the B-I-T. Road? I love End of the Road. That's yeah. such a good and, one. And no one can do that very well, so it's kind of a funny thing <laughs> to watch people <laughs> fail at. Yeah. I know, because everyone loves that song, but there are a lot of different parts to it. Yeah. Lots of high parts. Yeah, and so, you know, just... You know, setting people up to fail is always funny, and that's good. people go, have to go big, or they'll you know suffer. <laughs> what is your go-to karaoke song? Um, like I, if I want to tear it down, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, by Usher is yeah. a real good one. I've also been doing okay. Drunk in Love by Beyonce recently, and okay. I, I just crush it. I wow, just, I, don't know what, I don't, you know, I kind of want to see this. I've been drinking. Don't. I'm not going to do it. Okay. No. It's no. just the few to. bars. <laughs> you want to cut that Beyonce money? <laughs> Nobody does. My favorite karaoke is I saw a guy single-handedly sing the uh, Eminem Rihanna song. The other monster. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that one. No, no. The different it's one. The, the first uh, one. The fire. Or... The fire one where he's like burning down the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this guy came in and he could do like. <laughs> oh, that Eminem that... song where he's burning down a house. <laughs> that right, right, right. <laughs> There's some yeah. kind of assault involved. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. This guy was amazing though. He could do Eminem and then got like laid into this like amazing like falsetto that. Rihanna. I'm like, this is uh, incredible. 
Yeah, that's the kind of person I don't like to follow. No. I don't like to do that. No, no, no. No. You, you want to be the you top. You have to be bumped I like, after that. I like to do so well at karaoke that everybody else reconsiders <laughs> and he takes their song out. I want, it, I want it to be really good. I want it to be really incredible. There's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. got to go full. Hell yeah. yeah. It's not like, no, just come on, be yourself. It's like, bring it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I brought up earlier, so when we had Noriko on last Wednesday, because I already said this, so I need to go back to this. Yeah, Noriko, we had him admit on the air that he, in fact, loves Dungeons & Dragons, and it made him very uncomfortable. If anyone saw Noriko, Rico, <laughs> that wouldn't be like a huge leap. He no, looks right. like a Disney villain, and totally. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I told him this last night. I saw him last night. I think every boy in Portland needs a haircut. I think basically everyone needs a haircut. And if they are already getting haircuts, they need more of them. Um, and Noriko has this long, it's past his shoulders. It's yeah, probably it's down to the middle of his chest. And it's black. And it is really beautiful. And he's actually the only person, I think, who can have that long mm. hair. He can pull it off. And it's rep like, it real hard, yeah. It's like mid-90s Trent Reznor hair almost. It is. It's very Trent Reznor. And... Um, and and yeah, I think it give I think it like prepares people for what they're gonna see when they before he does stand up, because mm. because if he didn't have that hair and he would come off as kind of broy I think because his energy is so aggressive on stage yeah but he's really yeah he's a gentle D and D nerd oh I love yeah it, Actually, I didn't is, know he played D and D he we had to kind of drag it out of him because we were asking him yeah. you know like how often a week he does comedy he's like well you know I do it except for on Thursdays because I have a standing. <laughs> Game night with my, <laughs> my friends. And we're like, what kind of games? Like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> like, but we have so many listeners who actually are D&D fans. I'm like, this is not hurting. This is it's helping. It's metal people. If yeah. somebody's yeah. into metal, you drag drag it out of them, and they've got some nerdy pastime that they are obsessed with. Oh, yeah. No, every single person that listens. I mean, that's all metal is. It's just fantasy. Right. You know? I mean, that's all it is. It's whether a fantasy about slaying dragons so yeah. or it's, you know, whatever, but talking about the devils coming to get, you know, it's all, that's yeah. all it is. And I was a big metal guy, so I, I know. Oh, okay. Oh. It's totally, yeah. There's metal nothing. and comic books and. Yeah. 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 What comic was books your when I was younger. Because uh, you didn't do D&D, &D, right? No, I didn't play D&D. Um, well, I mean, I listened to a, listened to a lot of metal, quite honestly. Mm. Yeah, it was me and Pantera rocking out on the bus <laughs> and thinking I was all badass. <laughs> I had the creepiest thing. I was driving to a show, and I saw a kid playing an electric guitar without an amp in an empty field alone. It was like, and there was no camera. I was like looking for like the music video that he was. It was just a music video in his head, just Aww. enjoying his life. And I, that might have been little Greg, you know. It could have been. It could have been. Past Greg. I grew up out in the country. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I did. I did. Was the guy? Did sitting. you have your disc man and you'd wander around your you know farm property? You did, didn't you? We had a tree, a tree, a tree fort kind of thing. So I would, I would go up in there, and that's where I'd write my write my deep lyrics for songs. Oh my god! Yeah, it was total. It was totally that That's about amazing. my angst and about things you know that I felt that people didn't. No, understand. nobody else could feel it. Nobody as understood. As you. Nobody well, there understood. wasn't anybody around. There were just cows. They don't. Uh, have The feelings. passion between me and my high school girlfriend. I mean, nobody's Aww. ever experienced that. It was a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs. Wow. We broke up for a while. That oh, was a rough time. But wait, 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 wait. Did you get back together? We, got back, we, did, uh, we did. We got back spoilers. together. Spoilers. Yeah. I did not see that coming. <laughs> no. Yeah. I am blown away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough about that. That's something I want to <laughs> So uh, you also, in addition to performing tomorrow, you just got done with Bridgetown Comedy Festival yeah, last I did. week. Which, congratulations once again. Thank you so much. That is awesome. I had six shows, which wow. is kind of a lot. Um, and one of them was a storytelling show. One, I hosted the All Jane No Dick Comedy Showcase, which is the, all the ladies. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I, I got to I got to open for Matt Bronger and Baron Vaughn. And it I 
cannot describe. It was, was it incredible. just surreal? It was so incredible. <laughs> like Bronger was like, "Okay, my friends, uh, my parents are in the audience, so uh, knock <laughs> knock them out." And I. Oh. <laughs> I did okay. Bronger's from Portland, and yeah. I and I'm from Portland, and so I guess my mother and his mother are friends. They've been friends for a long time, and she was like, "Have you ever heard of this person?" I was like, "Yes, mom. Yes, I have. He's a big deal. Tell me these things." Um, yeah, Sally's kid, Maddie. He's doing yeah, good. she was telling me about how like she used to do his mom's hair. My mom's a hairdresser, and she and she and she said, "Well, Matt's going to Chicago to do this comedy thing like years and years ago," and I just it's I love the Portland. Oh, Stories, you know, and like Ian's doing so well, and and, and like Ron. That, no, I like the hometown heroes quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bridgetown was great, man. I got to dance. That's always good. That's good. Did you dance at the so, after? Yeah, the after, after event? parties. Stayed out till four in the morning. I know. Who I, am I? Yeah. I felt like an old person because I was like, I, I wasn't familiar with like almost seeing the sunrise again anymore. I'm like, what? I, I am out yeah. way too late. And I've done Bridgetown before. Uh, and and, and you know, pe- people say things about you know. The drugs and the lifestyle, but I, you know, I, I don't really drink, and I didn't. I kind of stayed away. But there's the high of the comedy and the audiences and the being up all night that you're just elevated. You're I awake. Mean, it isn't like everyone's there railing cocaine. Everyone's just awake, wired because, and riveting yeah. and sharp and um, and not even that networky kind of bullshit. Uh, you can swear. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's networky bullshit, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people are just being themselves and 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 feeling the feeling the love. It's yeah. great. Oh, it's just fun to like walk around and meet random people. I'm like, you know, like hanging out with Kamau or whoever, yeah. just like shooting the shit. Yeah. Well, and we were talking about too how we met Alex Falcone uh, that night too. Who was just glorious. What yeah. a great guy. And you do yeah. a show with him at Secret Society. We do right? a lot of stuff together. Yeah. We used to write together all the time. Um, we do a yeah, we do a monthly live talk show um, where it's like Fallon style um, late night, and it's called Late Night Action with Alex Falcone. We're taking a hiatus for the summer, but we're gonna come back and um, yeah, and 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 hit all the guests that we've always wanted to. Nice. Yeah. What other projects do you guys do today? We do um, a monthly show um, that we we didn't get to do it this month, but it's called the Chips and Salsa Comedy Show. And you, with and, Anthony Lopez, too, yeah, right? with yeah. Anthony Lopez, we host it as a trio. So it's sort of that funny like where we just get out there and riff. And then each of us does a 10-minute set. And we were doing that monthly, so it was great motivation for me, Anthony, and Alex to write new material every month because um, you gotta you got to motivate yourself. Yeah. And, and, you know, so so we were doing that at my theater, Action Adventure Theater, my, my home theater. So, yeah, it was great. Great. Where's the Adventure Theater? It's on uh, 11th and Clinton. Oh, so okay. close. Yeah, it's so close. Um, and it's a, it's a black box theater, so we do more theater-ish Okay. Type of things. Um, at the end of this month, we're opening a um, show called Robinson Caruso, which is the, a book. It's an yeah, extrapolated yeah. literary. Like it's we're gonna do it. It's not um, scripted, so people are just improvising through the storyline of Robinson Crusoe. God, I haven't read Robinson Crusoe awesome. since I was. Like I haven't kid. either. Yeah. yeah, and and we have a fundraiser um, this weekend at Secret Society. Oh, please yeah. tell us about it. Okay, it's yeah. called um, Inspired by. So we've had local authors write flash fiction, fiction. Alex was one of them, and then we have local. I mean, we know we just have been in we, a lot of uh, action adventure company has been in Portland. Um, for you know growing up so we just know all these different kinds of artists you know dancers and puppeteers and movie makers and so they're gonna um present work inspired by that flash fiction oh very cool we've done it for i think four years now and um yeah it's our main it's our only fundraiser we don't really ask for money throughout the year so and where can people find out about that um uh, actionadventure.org 
Awesome. Yeah. Action Adventure. And you also uh, have your own website, and Greg and I were looking at it earlier, and Greg pointed me to in the direction of an article that you just oh, wrote. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I did notice the, the article. Yeah. A lot I of love the name of it. Like, let's do it with Brie Pruitt. That, the rhyming. Fantastic. Thank you. My friend Pat Moran thought of that. Pat um, Moran is a genius. I, I think... I, I think I might change it to how to do it with Brie Pruitt because people are interpreting it as a how-to blog, <laughs> which is funny and, like, more specific. And that's really what I'm trying to do. People have been inspired to give blowjobs I have to say, you gave work. some yeah, pretty we, solid advice in this. So. We should say, yes. What, so the name of the actual article is Let's Do It... With Brie Pruitt, How to Suck a Dick. How to Suck a Dick. Mm-hmm. How to Suck a Dick, part one. Part one. So you write this <laughs> yeah, for yourself, and yeah. you also write for the Mercury. This is on the Mercury it's, as well, yeah, right? I write, I write it for the Portland Mercury. It's on the Blogtown USA um, website, and then I post it on my website after they publish it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So what, what inspired you to write about blowjobs? Well, gosh. That is the question that's never been asked on the show before. <laughs> I can say in four and a half what years. inspired you? <laughs> right. No, you, I think that's very you, bold of you. over here? Right? I'm asking the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. I don't, gosh. Because I, it really is, I'm looking at, like, even though it's called How to Suck a Dick, like, it really is a very informative, like, eloquent article of how to. You know, okay, so, I, I you know, it's, it's a sex and dating column, so I'm, it's a, you know, it's a specific body of, like, knowledge that I'm drawing from, <laughs> and I uh, am always worried about running out of topics, you know, um, and so, like, I don't know, I, it just... It just came up, and yeah. I, I just wanted to go for it. Well, you, you might know? as well just go for it right off the bat. Yeah, so like, my get... last one was about breakup, how to handle a breakup. Because I think there's a lot of discussion about breaking up a, a long relationship, mm-hmm. but th- that was like how to send a text message to someone you've been out with once or twice. Yeah, to say, okay, you know, like, that's actually good. Yeah, because that is difficult. It's tricky, and people can be um, flaky. People will just be like, "Well, I don't have to. I'll just not call him back ever." Yeah, right. just not. And respond. then you're gonna see in Portland, even though it's a city, it's a small town, and you're gonna bump into them. At yeah, some point. and you just need to be. <laughs> You get you some know, straight up with people yeah. and respectful. And I think my whole policy with dating is I just think everybody should be a little bit more forthcoming and and honest and, mm-hmm. and communicate better. Yeah. No, that's not too much to ask. I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. Now, are you a single lady? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I sure am. Yeah. All right. I was just, just saying because there, there's going to be a lot of gentlemen or ladies, whichever, like, yeah, uh, yeah. they'll be there tomorrow night. And I have to- never met a dude who after I've done stand up. So so I mean you probably have people that have approached you. No. No? No. Okay. Um, Do you think they're intimidated? Yes. That could be. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean could see that. or 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 something else I or so. I'm I'm less desirable than I think. Um No, you're a very beautiful right. lady. I don't think that's true. Um, no, I've never. I a lot of male comics in the scene have girlfriends. I'm like, how did you meet that girl? Like, I'm always curious about how it works. And they're like, oh, she just came up to me after the show. Really? That never have. And I've asked lady comedians. That doesn't really happen. Really? Huh. That's yeah. Odd. I think it's a place think, of power. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's intimidation. Yeah, I think I think maybe guys are are scared. I also Probably. do talk about sucking dick quite a bit on stage. <laughs> See, now that way like, I think would counteract some of the fright. You think but, so? <laughs> I don't know. And I hope it's not like slut shamey y stuff. I don't think it is. Not no. in Portland. People are too no. progressive here to care about that kind of stuff. No, I think that like knowing Portland, I think it must be like the intimidation factor of like you're very secure in who you are. You know, like what you're, you want yeah. to talk about. You have a lot of confidence. Yeah, that that could be yeah. And sometimes they're a little skinny jean wearing friends that run about Southeast Portland don't like, you know, someone who knows what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you deal with that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really 
particularly since we've been doing this show, I've been more focusing on just working and doing that kind of stuff. Because yeah. like I, I dated guys here in Portland, and it's not, it's never turned out very well for me. Jeez. How about you? It's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I do okay. I mean, I don't know. I do okay. Yeah. I, I, I tend. I mean, the, the thing about living in a progressive city is like people aren't like. Uh, I don't. I don't need to be in a traditional kind of relationship, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's all well and good, but like that can be amorphous, and that's the. That's why I think communication is so important. Yeah. it's like mm-hmm. if you're gonna have these like whatever poly, you know, um, a thing that's not a thing, or we're just gonna sleep together, or we're not gonna just sleep together. You just got to be crystal clear, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you do. You should have to be upfront right away. Do you also think that maybe sometimes that's a cop out? <laughs> I'm wondering. What do you mean? If, Which part? Like uh, the the. If somebody's like, um, like if they're not into someone, then they just claim to be. Oh well, no, I'm I'm poly. I'm just not. Uh, I'm not into this right now. You know, I'm into all kinds of. Different I mean, I think it could be used as an excuse like yeah, that. Yeah, you think so? It could or, be. Of course, it could be used yeah. as an excuse yeah. like that. I was I was dating somebody poly last summer, and I was just like in. Inv- I was like, yeah, we don't have to be what everybody wants us to be, and blah blah right. blah. Mm-hmm. And then he bailed on me because he went into a monogamous relationship oh, with one of the ladies. That's he was what saying. I mean. That's exactly yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. just floating around till they can find the right He's one. He's just getting the. Platter of all these like nice ladies, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna pick this one to be the monogamous." Yeah. And I'm not saying that's the case with everybody, but I can definitely see, as we said, how, how that could thing. be, yeah, how that could be abused. Well, I guess, I mean, technically, I guess I've been poly because I was dating the same, I mean, sort of dating the same person for a year, and then dating other people sort of around that, uh-huh. and uh-huh. he was like super fine with that because we weren't going to really go on. So I guess I was doing it, but I, that's the thing is like the label is really not important to me mm-hmm. yeah. and everybody is on the same page. So see, labels are dangerous. See, they mm. very much are. Yeah. Like that's a, it's, that is the key is just communication, yeah. honesty and figuring out what works for you. Wow. You guys have your own advice show right here. Sure do. It's actually real good. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. This <laughs> well, the uh, show is tomorrow night at the Secret Society. And of Stoked. course, everybody can go to funemploymentradio.com. So you can get tickets ahead of time. Or you might be able to get some in the door, but I, I highly advise picking them up ahead of time. Oh, you think it's going to sell out? It might. It's it's gotten darn close to every time. So yeah. Secret Society is that going to be standing? People are going to be standing. Uh, yeah, standing. They're going to be seat, some seats in the front. Yeah, there'll so be get some there early. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to seat, get there early. Um, otherwise, yeah, standing in the and back. And we'll be there early having some cocktails. Uh, Greg God and I, I both like cocktails uh, there. Yeah. Do you? Do you drink? I don't really cocktails? drink, but I'll drink like I'll I'll, I'll sip on a Moscow Mule. That's or what whatever. I was just totally. gonna say. I'm like Greg and I always accept Moscow mules if you would like to bring us one <laughs> and so does and Brie would like to sip on one too just if you're one that. just one just one just, just one. one guys alright until afterwards then maybe another one <laughs> I don't know just no. two then just that's two. it just two right. Bridgetown I managed I, I'm kind of allergic to alcohol but I did like one drink a night yeah and so I've been training so I could probably handle doing a drink oh <laughs> alright well looking forward to it and thank you so much for coming in my yeah. exclusive pleasure and uh, what's the best place for people to find out about you brepruitt.com alright B-R-I-P-R-U-E-T-T Spell and you're on weird. you're on Twitter Twitter same thing cool. at brepruitt awesome. and uh, actionadventure.org if you want to support the fundraiser we'd appreciate it cool Hell absolutely yeah. so we'll post links to all of that on our website and such. Thanks, dudes. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Bree. You guys are the best. You All right. Are. We'll be back in a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. There we go. Miss Bree. She's so great. I genuinely uh, love her stand up. If you've never seen her, you're in for a treat because she is so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She is absolutely awesome. And so is everybody else. So get your tickets, funemploymentradio.com. Yeah. All right. We got a few other things to get to today, including, though, one of our brand new segments here on the show. Oh, my goodness. Which is courtesy of newsman extraordinaire, 
Mr. Tim Riley. Yes. Let's go ahead and do it. Here All is, right. Uh, I'm ready Riley's to hear news. him. All right. This is the news with Tim Riley. Hello, Fun Employment Radio listeners. Welcome to Tuesday. Here are the most important events of the day not heard on terrestrial radio. First off, congratulations to the state of Oregon in becoming the 18th state to legalize gay marriage. After all, who doesn't have gay friends, family members, co-workers, customers? We cross paths with each and every day. You know, a couple years from now, we'll all be wondering why baby boomers fought these marriages for so long and why these sad, laughable, misplaced, antiquated, discriminatory practices left over from the 20th century lasted 14 years into the 21st century and why so much money and effort was put into denying people basic rights due to what amounts to religious prosecution and taxation without representation. We'll see how that in Massachusetts, for example, celebrating 10 years of same-sex marriage yesterday, how heterosexual marriage did not lose its importance. Unless, of course, heterosexual couples divorced, and that's not the fault of gay people. And we'll see what is often determined traditional families were affected, with, again, the exception of heterosexual couples getting divorced, breaking up families. Once again, not the fault of gay people. And most surprising of all, gay people themselves actually come from family. That's correct, baby boomers. More often than not, with two parents consisting of a mother and father who are heterosexual. They actually have brothers and sisters who are heterosexual and know something about family life because gay people come from families. Well, yesterday in Oregon, new generations committed to equality backed by Oregon's major employers cast the obsolete 20th century beliefs of old white men aside. Of course, it's not over yet. There are still plenty of states where people of the same mindset are determined to waste time and money to hold power. In those states, the best and the brightest will be lured away to relocate in the 18 free states, now including Oregon, where along with civil rights groups marching side by side with major employers, including Nike, Adidas, and Columbia Sportswear, helped make this a reality. Yesterday, I spoke with Ryan Deckert, the president of the Oregon Business Association, who said... The legalization of gay marriage puts Oregon in a world-class position, attracting the best and the brightest to this state, where everybody is welcome in the workplace and the neighborhood. And for those within the sound of my voice right now, not living in one of the 18 free states, why not pack your bags now and join us for a world-class life where you are free. Well, in other news today, Burger King, purveyor of burgers for breakfast and other starchy goodness, is abandoning its Have It Your Way slogan, they've used it for over 40 years, and announced that they will serve burgers for breakfast now as part of the new strategy, which is, they don't know what to do. So, Priscilla Ann Jamison has been arrested after deputies say she pooped in an elevator at the St. Lucie County Courthouse in Fort Pierce, Florida. Security personnel were notified of a pile of poo in the corner of an elevator. Security cameras revealed Jamison walked into the elevator, appeared to have lowered her pants, and backed up against the elevator consisting of someone pooping. The footage also showed the woman fiddling with her skirt. Thanks so much for the employment radio listeners. We love hearing from you. Friend us on Facebook or drop an email with story ideas. Unlike terrestrial radio, this is your program. News around the clock. You can listen to the news. You can scream with the blues on this wonderful, wonderful station. Just take a lively companion wherever you go. Take a portable radio. Take a portable radio.
God, Tim is genius. God bless Tim Riley. Absolutely. Well, Tim Riley blessed Tim Riley because yes. you know Tim Riley is God. Tim Riley has blessed us all. That's what <laughs> that's what really it comes down to. Tim is on Twitter too at Tim Riley News. You will not find anyone else like him. Ever. <laughs> I just love hearing Tim say the word poop and and fiddling and fiddling. Tim deliver the word fiddling. Fiddling is probably the greatest thing uh, I've, I've I've heard in a long time. Yes, it's just incredible. Everything that comes out of his face is gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, my friends. I'm not Tim Riley, but my name is Sarah X. Dillon, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, I haven't been able to get to this story. This is a, a couple days old because we didn't have the show on Friday, but it's amazing, and it comes to us from Florida with trees. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, but Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Again. You didn't correct me. Oregon. Uh, no, I just did correct Oh, okay. Me. This happened, I believe, this past weekend. Oh, no, last week. A woman, a Portland, Oregon woman, called 911 last week after a man sporting chainmail, a battle helmet, shield, sword, and staff ran into an intersection and attacked her car. Again, sporting chainmail, a battle helmet, shield, sword, and staff, and started to attack her car. This was in Portland? This was in Portland, Oregon. So this ended with the arrest of one Conrad Bass, 30 years young, after he stabbed her vehicle several times with his sword. Was it a, so it was a real sword? It was a real sword. Was he able to pierce the armor of the car? I, I think he was able to pierce the car. So uh, the woman reported the fighting man uh, that he was dressed as a pirate. She thought he was a pirate. So she reported him <laughs> dressed as a pirate. But when Bass was confronted by police after they showed up after she'd called 911, he challenged the pirate title and said, No, 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 he is not a pirate. He is, in fact, a high elf engaged in battle with evil Morgoth. <laughs> Am I and saying the, that right? Uh, I, have no, I don't know. Morgoth? Morgoth. Morgoth. No. Morgoth. I think you have to say it with a more like... Morgoth. Morgoth. He is not a pirate. He is a high elf engaged in battle with the evil Morgoth. Goth. Now, of course, if you want to know about this, uh, oh, we could have talked to Noriko about this, and I'll ask him about it tomorrow at the Comedy Showcase, which is happening at the Secret Society at 116 Northeast Russell. You can get your tickets right now at BunnBloomRadio.com. The high elf is a variety of elves featured in the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game. And Morgoth, apparently Morgoth, was apparently the first Dark Lord of Middle-earth. Okay, and he looks According like According to J.R. Tolkien's The uh, Silmarillion. And he, it's shaped like a Subaru, or how exactly does it, it must translate be. into a car? It must I'm not, be. I'm not following that part. I don't know. Well, uh, Mr. Bass also, Conrad Bass, 30 years young, also, when talking to the cops after he clarified that he was not a pirate. He was, in fact, an elf. Uh, he also admitted to taking LSD before stabbing the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might have dropped a little last. You know, maybe whatever. a little bit of acid. Yes, well, photos of, uh, of Conrad Bass's arrest show a handcuffed Bass sitting on the sidewalk as first responders get ready to take him to the hospital. Uh, officers cited Bass, a resident of Glendale, Oregon, although this happened in Portland. This was in Glendale, Oregon. Glendale. Let me see. They cited him with criminal mischief, but did not book him into jail. So he How? was taken. I don't know. He was taken to a local hospital for medical treatment and released. He attacked a car with a sword. He stabbed a car. He stabbed. Like, so he actually did pierce it? I mean, he pierced he it. That's what it says in this. How do you not he go to jail He stabbed her vehicle several times. Maybe she felt bad for him and she didn't press charges. I would not feel bad for that person. I would be pressing charges. Somebody attacks me. He's lucky he didn't get run over. If I saw somebody running with a sword towards me, I would feel like I'd be justified if I like gunned it. We have a sword here. 
It's true. In the studio. That's true. If anyone comes running you know, at us with a sword, we can just get mm-hmm. the sword right out and fight Morgoth! back. Morgoth! Well, anyway, so yeah, no charges have been filed, and apparently he went to the hospital, and then he was released. I used to see, there used to be a guy on uh, Hawthorne that would run out into the street. I think he was he was kind of a homeless guy. He would walk out into the street, though. He was kind a, of a homeless guy. He, he was. And uh, there was a crosswalk there, like, probably about, I don't know, like, 38th and Hawthorne, something like that. And he would, I saw him do it a couple of times. He would wait until people would stop, because he'd stand there like he was crossing. Mm-hmm. And then he'd walk out and pound on their hoods and yell at them about, like, library cards and, like, government and, like, Pound. I remember seeing this this poor like soccer mom lady in her minivan, just like mortified. He didn't ever attack anyone. He just like pound on their hood and yell at them for a while, and then walk across the street. It was kind of like his thing for a bit. Wow. Always in, in camo too. I'd be kind of freaked out if someone like ran into the street and started pounding my car. Yeah, I would be mad. I would definitely be mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, at least he didn't have a sword. He didn't have a sword. And he never yelled. At and apparently, I'm I've been pronouncing things very poorly. I don't know. There are lots of confusing words. Morgoth Silmarillion. Silmarillion. Sure. All right, from Florida with trees to Florida with trees. To Beaverton, Oregon, we travel. An Oregon mother named Susie. A Beaverton, Beaverton, Oregon mother named Susie. Is filled with disgust. Was filled with disgust. I'm sure she might still be filled with disgust if she did what I'm going to tell you that she did. Oh. No, it's not that bad. It's not bad. Okay. It's just another black eye on Portland because we just all look crazy. Uh, A Beaverton mom using the name Susie was filled with disgust instead of nostalgia when she went to a local McDonald's with her children and heard Color Me Bad's 1991 hit, I Wanna Sex You Up, playing through the speakers in the McDonald's playland. Wait a minute. Somebody is still complaining about Color Me Bad. Those, uh... Dangerous. 1991. That dangerous R&B group, Color Me Bad. Color Me Bad is still taking the world by storm (laughs) with their edgy track, I Want to Sex You Up. And Susie in Beaverton is taking a stand, and she's just not going to take it anymore. That is awesome. This uh, is the first time Color Me Bad has made news in probably about five or six years ago. I do remember that uh, the lead singer guy, the, the, the white guy with the weird beard thing oh yeah he was on a reality show because he owns a tire shop somewhere in the midwest now and he like gained a lot of weight so this is making national news this was happening uh so this happened in beaverton and she was so upset when she went to a local mcdonald's and heard color me bad's 1991 (laughs) hit i want to sex you up booming through the speakers it's so aggressive now of course Susie. you know even though beyonce can do that as you know brie pruitt was talking about like that drunken love song where she's really like i want to like it's there's so much more gnarly shit on the radio now that uh, I want to sex you up. Nothing as gnarly as Color Me Bad. Let me just say Oh, that. yeah. It's pretty... Yep. Pretty seedy. Yep. Well, Susie, of course, is any angry Beaverton mom who had heard Color Me Bad on the radio at McDonald's <laughs> Playland. Of course, she ran right to K2, which is a, a local station here in town. Oh, that's so awesome. She said uh, that she's heard it more than once. Oh. More than once at this particular So somebody McDonald's. there is a fan. Yeah, so she said, so Susie, of course, uh, got right on the phone, beep, boop, 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 and called K2 to voice her concerns. What a, be- that is the definition of a busybody. That is a busybody. So Susie, in talking to K2, said, This is a bored woman. We went to McDonald's yesterday because it was super hot and I wanted my kids to be able to play. <laughs> the kids were playing for a little bit in the play area, and then I heard a song come on, and I heard the words, I want to sex you up. My daughter came up to me about halfway through the song and asked me, 
What does sex you up mean? Oh, no! Oh, God. According to Susie, busybody Susie from Beaverton, Susie says she's also heard that same McDonald's Playland played other 90s songs like Black Street's No Diggity and <laughs> The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. Is she also complaining about those? I don't know. Uh, by the way, I kind of appreciate this McDonald's playlist. I am a fan of all of those. Yeah, it's being pointed out in the chat, which is very good. She, she isn't saying at any point she's just there to, you know, purchase something. She's yeah. just hanging out in their playland right. like a creeper. And how how long is she there to where, like, the songs start to rotate again? Right. She keeps going in. And obviously, it sounds like she did not bring it up to the staff. Instead, she just called K2. No, but instead, she decided to go. I'm, oh, the atrocities. I'm going to call my friends at K2 and tell them how uncomfortable I am. Oh, color me bad. Well, according to a supervisor, so Susie got what was coming to her because the McDonald's actually had to issue a response. And they said, we began investigating this matter once uh, we were made aware of it by Busybody Susie. We'll continue to gather facts to determine what may have occurred. We'll strive to provide customers with a comforting and enjoyable environment wherever they visit our restaurant. <laughs> so according to the head honchos at McDonald's who had to waste their time with Susie and answering her questions, the music that is played at the restaurant is not controlled at the local level. So apparently this is somebody who's scheduling it somewhere in the right. upper echelons of the McDonald's chain. It's somebody who's probably around our age, grew up with 90s music. Yeah. And decided to play that. 90s I appreciate awesome. it. I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere I do hope that Color Me Bad is at least finding some enjoyment out of this while he's working on his tire shop. I like to assume that the lead singer's name was Color Me Bad and the rest of the group was around it. There are so many other songs that say like some really blatant shit. I remember, uh, yeah, yeah. I've talked about this once before, but I remember when I was in high school, I, uh, why isn't this going up? There we go. Uh, when I was in high school, I was in the car with my mom and uh, Dave Matthews' band Crash Into Me oh, came yeah. on. Ugh. And it was so fucking awkward. It's like crash into me and I come into you. <laughs> and my mom, like, because I never really, like, put two and two together. My mom was like, what the hell is this garbage? I'm like, oh, God. It just, like, it had just occurred to me. It was so awful. Yeah, Dave Matthews. I, I And then that's never... still played. That's played on, like, easy listening stations. Oh, yeah. I have never been a fan of Dave Matthews, though. That is way more offensive to me than Colored Me Bad, Sex You Up. Not because of the lyrics, just Dave Matthews in general. Mm-hmm. I find offensive. I find his voice offensive. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I'm not either. It just I have a lot of friends in college that were like oh, fans yeah. of that, and they would all go and visit, like go see his shows in the gorge and yep. smoke weed. And yep, do I would say if you were a Third Eye Blind blind fan, you were most likely a Dave Matthews Band fan, and you were also most likely a huge Cake fan. Oh, seeing Cake, I can tolerate a little bit, but Dave Matthews Band—that's like the epitome of all of them and Matchbox Twenty. It's oh. like. Ugh. Oh, I like Matchbox. Oh, funny. gross. Well, I did. I like the Sick. ones. I, I'm not going to blanket statement by saying I like Matchbox. I like their one song, Push. I love that song. I have it ident- like associated with like a fun time in high school. I just liked it. Yeah. Went and saw them in concert. Wow. Won a free CD from them, a compact oh, disc, look, if you will. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Gross. Keelan saying, headline, Color Me Bad offers to sex up angry mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up. So those are my Oregon stories. Now we're just going to move on. So this is from Oregon to Tennessee. A 49-year-old Tennessee man. This happened last night. I actually saw this last night. And I chuckled to myself and made sure to email it to myself. A 49-year-old Tennessee man has been arrested after making an unusual deposit at oh, the yeah. Murfreesboro ATM. I'm getting really a lot better at Murfreesboro. 
Murfreesboro? Murfreesboro is kind of getting up there with Port St. Lucie. Have you noticed this? As far as level of crazy? As happening? level of crazy. Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It is kind of a difficult name to say. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. In Port St. Lucie, Florida. Murfreesboro, Tennessee and Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yes, a man by the name of Lonnie Hutton. Let's take a little stroll about town in Murfreesboro. Walked into the Boro Bar and Grill. Then Lonnie Hutton decided to pull down his pants and try to have sex with an ATM. Excuse me? Oh, Uh, Lonnie Hutton. Oh. Lonnie Hutton, so a 49-year-old Tennessee man from Murfreesboro, was arrested after trying to make an unusual deposit into an ATM. His penis. I should have probably said that. Police say that this young gentleman named Lonnie Hutton. Okay, yeah, I want to hear it, and then I have a few questions here. Okay. His name is Lonnie Hutton. He walked into the Boro Bar and Grill in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, pulled down his pants, and tried to have sexual relations with an automated banking machine. Now, officers say when they arrived on the scene, Mr. Hutton was walking around the bar from the waist down nude, <laughs> continuously thrusting his hips in the air. Oh, wow. So he was air humping as he, he was walking around. He was just air humping around. Duke, Duke, just Duke. air You think he was just looking for something? Just something, just anything. Just anything in that anything. ATM there, just with the glowing lights. So and then the he buttons. just started kind of just walking around pantsless. So Hutton, after the police arrived, after he was air humping, <laughs> he was then taken outside in order to sit at a wooden picnic table. Oh, he had, no. They had told him to pull up his pants, so he had pulled up his pants before they brought him outside. But police <laughs> say he then pulled down his pants again and started to engage in sexual intercourse with the wooden picnic table. <laughs> Can't stop me. Picnic table's asking for it. That seems like that would hurt, too, by the way. What do you think it was? Do you think it was in like the umbrella hole thing? Uh, in the I don't middle? know. But how would he get that if he's like that splinters? Splintery. Yeah, that seems like a little bit. But okay, back to the ATM though. <laughs> I don't know where he was putting it in the ATM. That's what I want to know. Like, generally, it's not fit for that type of shape, the ATM. Maybe it was from like the change dispenser because there's like a little cup thing that comes. But you don't get change from an ATM. No. no. There's, uh, I guess, the part where you take the cash out. I suppose you could probably wriggle something in there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a mystery for the ages. Like, can you imagine sitting in that bar and just see th- see that guy? Which, by the way, you can look him up. You can look up his name, Lonnie Hutton. He looks exactly how you would think he'd look. He does. And just seeing that guy walk into the <gasps> bar like, holy shit, that dude doesn't have Mr. Jenkins bringing up a good point. We don't know what his penis looks like. Maybe it's like, you know, credit card shaped. He's just trying to get it in the slot. Because that would make sense with the with the ATM slot and then also the slats of a, a wooden picnic table. <laughs> He's just looking for a place for his little pancake penis. Now, did it say that he was on any drugs or... Uh, well, it said they did... Uh, uh, when officers came out and found him having sexual relations with a picnic table, they did note in their police report that Lonnie Hutton did smell of alcohol, had slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, and was unsteady on his feet. He was charged with public intoxication and taken to Merce Freesboro County Jail on a $250 bound. The ATM bond. was asking for it. He is due in court on July 1st. Been paying me all night. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like an eel penis. That's what's being suggested. Not sure. And finally, I do have one final update. So I told you last week about how well, you know, we've been following the story very closely here on Fun Employment Radio. And of course, I am talking about the Houston pooper. Oh, the Houston pooper. That's the guy who was the pooping dri- in the, the na- driveway pooper. Yeah, he was pooping in driveways yes. in the neighborhood. So I gave you an update last week about how they got. They thought they got a, a video image of him. They got video surveillance. Right. Greg. Yes. 
A man suspected of pooping on the sidewalks and driveways of several homes in and around Woodland Heights in Houston, Texas, has been apprehended and taken into custody. They got him. They got the poopetrator. Oh, wow. So, let me tell you a little bit. Let's do a little backstory in case you missed a couple episodes and you might not have heard about the tale of the Woodland Heights pooper. So the story of the Woodland Heights excrement attacks clogged up the internet. I didn't write this. Last week with stories of the repeated front yard exploits, which reached, of course, international levels. This has been picked up from all over the world. People have all been fascinated by the poopetrator, but he has now been caught. Of course, it has perplexed international and local news outlets around the globe, but only after... A repeat victim showed up with some surveillance footage, brought it to a TV station because she had hidden a camera. So that's where we had speculated where the footage came from. Right. The the pooper. So what happened is she took matters into her own hands. Way to go. Yeah, so one of the ladies who kept having her, her driveway pooped on, she hid a hidden camera in her tree. So she was the one who captured the images of the serial defecator. Uh, So the public pooping suspect was apprehended after he was found not pooping, but peeing in public. Oh. They were able to match the description of the man who was peeing in public to the poopetrator. It's hard to to see the evidence of that the next day. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he was caught urinating on the side of a grocery store uh, still uh, near Woodland Heights. Do we have a name of this gentleman? They have not said what it is. Uh, They... There might be some sort of mental issue there. However, how big of a mental issue can one have if they've been able to get away with this for so long? No, that's no. pretty. That's pretty damn crafty. Yeah, I uh, mental issue aside, he should know better than to be pooping in in driveways. Yeah, and just like the guy that used to steal my newspaper, he, he had mental issues. He knew better. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing. Well, yeah. So the man they did not name him, but uh, the police did bring him in. He denied it at first, and then he did admit that he was the one, in fact, doing the defecating. Uh, do, you also, think do you think they'll make a uh, movie out of this? I don't know. No, they won't make a movie what, out of this. What about Lifetime? Would Lifetime do a movie out of this? You know who would make a movie out of this or who would make an episode out of this? Hmm. South Park. Oh, this yeah. is a South Park episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're this right. This is a South Park episode. This is, this is a perfectly written South Park Well, the Park man episode. has been released and he has assured police and the neighborhood of Woodland Heights that he will not be defecating in yards or driveways anymore. I don't believe him. Once somebody gets the taste for that... Once you get a taste of public defecation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did Dexter stop when you were watching that? No. I'm saying Are this guy... Are you comparing guy, a serial killer to someone who likes to poop in people's yards? This guy This guy knows what he likes. And, and what he's he not going to let anyone... T- so you think he's just playing He's just playing the game? Oh, he's gonna he's like, I'm heat. just going to tell them what they want to hear. Yep, he's going to let the heat blow over. He'll be back to pooping. I want to know why. I want to know why Woodland Heights. I want to know why Driveways. I want to know why he did it for so long. That's why I'm He's saying, been doing this for months. That's why I'm saying there's a movie here or something, some kind of investigative reporting. If somebody will pay me to fly down to Houston, I will do an investigative report on this and get to the bottom of it. I'll find out the details. Well, Katie and Norm are down there. Maybe they can ask him. You know, maybe they can ask around. Maybe they can, you know, pick up some clues for Just you. Do some snooping. Do some snooping. Some poop snooping. Some poop snooping. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we just made ourselves both laugh with a stupid poop pun. It's all right. I feel like I can say poop because Tim Riley said poop, and he's like the classiest guy I know. Yeah, so he totally said it. It's fine. All right, there you go, my friends. There is your update, and that is your world of crazy. Don't be the Susies in the world. Just don't. Don't be a Susie. A pooper snooper.
Really? I'm telling you, that's a lifetime movie right there. Just... All right. Are you excited? Are you going to get on your bicycle today and try and beat me? Because uh, I yeah, am so because excited I will be for tomorrow. Beating you. Oh, um, yeah. I know you will I not be. I absolutely will be mm-hmm. because the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is tomorrow, Wednesday, May 21st at Fun Employment, at uh, the Secret Society. Get your tickets at, at funemploymentradio.com. And so we're going to be putting together a list, uh, like an invite on Facebooks today. So I'm going to be doing that this afternoon. So uh, if you plan on coming or if you already have bought your ticket, why don't you just check in and let us know so that way we know who to expect to see your beautiful faces. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And share it on your various Facebooks and Twitters oh goodness, and what have you. Oh, that would be just wonderful. Um, we well, do need to say... A couple of things, though. We sure do. We have a couple of happy birthdays to give. We sure do. Uh, let's do let's do the first one. There's a birthday today of, sometimes she's in the live chat, sometimes she's around here, she's from oh, Portland. The lovely Eloise. The lovely Eloise. You know that Eloise and I live in the exact same neighborhood. Like, we live literally a block from each other. How do you know that? Because I see her walking all the time. Because Eloise really? is a, she's a very attractive lady. You know this. You have eyeballs. I, I can agree. And her, would be her boyfriend to... thinks so, too. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> but uh, I just see her. She's like a constant move. She's like always power walking around the neighborhood. I, I, now it sounds like you're like keeping tabs on her. I'm not. Like we you're live sitting in outside. Same... Oh, yeah. She walks like all the time. She I know walks... the people in my neighborhood. Like just because you have meth heads in your neighborhood doesn't mean I have ni- don't have nice people. Like you're I bump sh- into Anton and Deb usually about... from uh, Asylum. I bump into them all the time. We all live in the same neighborhood. Usually about 10, 20 a.m. That's when she goes on her first walk. She's <laughs> up there for about an hour and a half. Sometimes she goes down to uh, one park. Sometimes she goes to a different park. Yeah. Well, Eloise, anyway, I'm not creepy. I'm not stalking you. But uh, I am very impressed. Congratulations on starting your week six, day one of your challenge. Uh, side note, she's been, <laughs> never mind, she signed up for like this workout thing. And as a joke, she posts it every day because it's just like for about a month now, it said that she, every day she's starting week six, day one. So I always <laughs> congratulate her for it. So congratulations on that, Eloise. And happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right, and we've got another birthday. So, of course, we all know the wonderful Kenny B. We do. He'll be there tomorrow, too. He will be there tomorrow. God, Operation Hot Summer. Kenny is so thin now. Yeah, well, we're not going to be able to compete with Kenny. We can't compete with Kenny, so we can't have him on the stage. Or if we do, we have to shove him way up in the front, and then we have to be in the back so that we look smaller compared to him. (laughs) Well, I mean, he will be on stage, so now we have to, like, (laughs) somehow juxtapose this because... Kenny's skinnier than us. He is. He's going to make us look like a couple of monsters. He is. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, Kenny's going to be there tomorrow. Who won't be there, though, is somebody who's been here in studio before, and that is, is his lovely sister, Jessica. Oh, yes. And it is... Jessica, who's my my Facebook friend. No, That's she's my Facebook friend Oh, yeah, now. you asked her, and you put her in that really uncomfortable position. I did you? not. That is not true. It is true. No, I... Did put her in an uncomfortable position because I made fun of it on the show and I kind of made it really awkward. And so you did? Felt. That's really uncomfortable. So, no. Anyway, so Jessica, I know is... that we're true friends to the end. I'm pounding my chest as a friend pound. I don't know what that was. I have never... Okay. Word. I know that you didn't have to be my friend, so I really appreciate just... you choosing to be my friend on Facebook instead she... of me bullying no. you into it. No, I just shamed her into friend requesting me. And then it worked. See? So she requested my friendship. I was like, yeah, I guess. That was really awesome. Happy birthday, Jessica. Jessica, and but it's Happy not just Jessica. Birthday it's to also you. her son Daniel. Oh, yes, oh my indeed. goodness, it's a twofer. It's a twofer. All right, happy birthday, Jessica. Happy birthday, Daniel. Oh yeah, because he's turning two, isn't he? Yeah, he's. he's All young. the time flies. Yes, indeed. Should we play Cats in the Cradle for? Her? Oh, that's possible. That's something. Or and I could just do a little bit of doctor science for her to help educate her child. Oh, that. that Happy too. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. 
Don't do the finger guns, Greg. I was doing finger guns in here. All right. I know I just said not to do that. Thank you so much, everyone, for doing it today, of course. Big thank you to Bree Pruitt, who will be there tomorrow at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, where Sarah and I also will be on stage doing something embarrassing. One of us will be doing something embarrassing. <sighs> yes, yeah, so it is Operation Hot Summer. It's going to be round one. Let's see who was ridden furthest a so far. Sh- a public shaming. A public flogging upon ye who uh, gets less miles. Oh, this sucks. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, this is going to be awesome because I'm going to win. Totally Everyone will see tomorrow. I also have a new dress that I bought for tomorrow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of slutty. <laughs> go see Slutty Sarah. Slutty Sarah will be there. Slutty Sarah at the Secret Society. Oh, yeah. Lots of S's there. Slutty Sarah Secret Society. Comedy Showcase. Yes. Uh, that is happening tomorrow. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this show. You guys are fantastic. We love greatly, you all. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. Feel free to follow us on Twitter, at Radio at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon. And uh, like us on Facebook and uh, share the podcast with all of your friends yes. and families and loved ones and even the people you don't like. Okay, that's weird. Share it with all of them. All right. Yeah, everybody. Well, thank you, everybody. Yes, indeed. All right. All right, Greg. I'm getting back on the bicycle. I'm going to pedal at least like 50 miles before tomorrow. I. Uh, that's. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I have a lot you of know I will. Ride. You I know, know how I, I, I know don't like being on stage spite. anyway. So, I mean, if there's anything that I can do to keep me from doing something embarrassing on stage, you know I'm going to fucking do it. And if there's anything I can do to make you do something embarrassing on stage, I will do it. So, I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.com. Bye, everyone. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.